This is critical. There's something about space that is both fascinating and terrifying. It's so vast and empty, yet it's full of stars and planets and other objects that are just waiting to be discovered. It's a place where anything is possible and where you can't help but feel incredibly small. I think that's why I've always been interested in space. It's a place where you can dream and imagine and there's always something new to learn. It's a place that reminds us of our place in the universe and how much there is left to explore. Sure, space is a dangerous place and we haven't even scratched the surface of what's out there. But that's what makes it so exciting. It's a place full of potential and possibility and I can't wait to see what we'll discover next. thrilled about this week's episode nick i think it's going to be spectacular it's a huge one david it's a huge vast almost endless subject that really we could just go on and on and on about ad infinitum i think mm -hmm. is the greek phrase but of course you don't come to critical for that you go elsewhere for those shows that just meander we are here to give you the solid goods and mm. get to the good stuff asap um, so we're not going to explore the outer reaches quite like that. We are going to be a little bit more concise and a little bit more laser focused on today's episode. I want to just give some credit to the patience of our listeners, because I know that for some of them, life is just a drought from critical to critical between episodes, their life is spent in repose patiently waiting for our next episodes, for what we're going to do next. And I sympathize because I feel in the same boat. I don't know where we're going to go next. Mm. And I feel inspired. But for a lot of people who are listening, it's the same thing. Mm. The answers will come with the next critical. And we're here to answer those questions that you have. This is a dialogue. This is a community podcast. This is a way for us, Nick and myself, to reach out to all those people in the world who are feeling what we're feeling. David, why, why don't we jump into today's episode? I know we yeah. had a whole big thing planned. We had some I, I want... housekeeping to do, but I think let's get right into it because yeah. that's what people come for. Let's give it to them. Let's go right to the source. Let's blast off and let's all jump in the ship together. And join Nick and I as we venture off 
Into outer space. That's right, outer space. Now, you think, okay, David and Nick. You know, Nick and David. What What do you actually say? I'm, I'm a Nick and David guy. Yeah, I'm a Nick and David guy, too. You think Shrek and Donkey. You think Johnny and Amber. Woody and Buzz. Shaggy and Scooby. We are just one of the other hot new duos on the scene. And now, where have you seen Nick and David? You've seen us... In podcast, that's right. You're on a podcast, yeah. You're hearing us on a podcast, that's right. Where would you like to see the show go? Where is somewhere you've never been, David? Well, you know, I've been all over the earth. I've been here for all 21 years of my life, and I've been to Europe. I've been to France, Paris, France. I've been to Italy. I've been to America. I've been to Los Angeles, California. I've been to New York City. The one place I have never been is outer space. And that is the one place that's hardest to get to. You can't just go on kayak.com and, and say ticket to outer space. You can't just do that. You gotta know somebody on the inside. You gotta be or a brainiac and go to college or get on a spaceship. Or you get famous enough. If right. you're famous enough, then you can go anywhere. So our whole strategy or part of our strategy, at least with the podcast, is to get the attention of Elon Musk so that we can ultimately get a ticket on that thing. It's it's a twofold thing. I think getting into space, it's partly like seeing that majesty of the planet, you know, pale blue dot just suspended oh, in the, the sunbeam. Marvel. Yeah, just it would be so amazing. But fragile also, life like is. fragile and all that, but it's also getting away from the smell, the stench of life. Imagine you know. being up and looking back down at Earth and you realize just how all these wars we start, all this anger and all the stenches too just how meaningless it all is how precious life is truly when you're out there in space looking back at that yeah that blue marble i think if i were to see a blue marble i wouldn't give a damn i wouldn't i would be i wouldn't on care earth. yeah i mean uh, on earth i wouldn't give a damn too much and and if i guess if i was in space and i saw all of this marbles i saw all the marbles and they were all just floating around there, I probably wouldn't care that much. I think whether life is really precious is up for debate because it's just that we happen to know that we live on this planet where life is going on. But my honest feeling is that it's probably going on everywhere and life happens on one planet, it's a dime a dozen. You're going to have a million other planets with life on it. Billions. Billions, probably. Probably. And then not only that, if space is truly infinite, you're definitely going to have planets with the exact same situation of this exact podcast is actually happening on another planet by another Nick and another David who happen to look and sound exactly the same except they live forever and they're able to basically stay in the studio all the time they don't have to step out they don't have to do all the work that's behind the scenes because they already know it because in that alternate universe they spent their whole lives reading encyclopedias and they've memorized the podcast they're going to and then they end up doing a podcast that lasts hundreds of years long. I wonder if they're friendly, you know, if they come in peace or if they will yeah. just conquer us. Because I bet if they're smarter than us, they probably want to control us. I think that's generally how that kind of thing works. If they feel like well, they want to make us their pet or if they want to just be benevolent. Well, there's not that many things on Earth that are stronger than us that we don't want to control. Right, like a lion, for example. Yeah, like a lion. We don't have lions running around the What place. would you say is the lion, bear, shark? That's kind of it, though. 
Uh, what shark else is, is definitely I a I guess tough there's one. barracudas and vipers. And you got black widows. Right. You've got uh, real small. Yeah, you can get small but deadly. Um, you've got on the level of alien, I would say you've got like killer jellyfish. Probably right, those right. would be really because look like an alien, but also probably were an alien at some point. Probably too. were. Probably came in on a space rock. Uh, yeah. Trapped in rock and think about that. Think about the moment when there was no life happening on Earth. Yeah. And then a bunch of jellyfish arrive on the back of a asteroid and then just start taking over and then they're the actual that's what like life is based on i just had a good idea for a comic like a kind of a political cartoon you yeah can see those one panel cartoons i love those i mean i love them so much i wonder it'd be funny to see like a jellyfish on a raw asteroid a comet or whatever coming to earth and maybe yelling complaining um to someone or I guess to the planet saying, you have no life. You know, you think about- Right, like a, life kind of? Yeah, get a life. Yeah, like a good insult. Yeah, definitely like the first- That'd be hilarious. That part. would be great. Maybe a New Yorker cartoon. Yeah, like the first ever replicator was written on a, you know the way they write messages on bombs that were about to drop on the third world? But it's like, get a life, but it's actually got- Life forms. It's got bacteria. That's like really, that'd be such a good New Yorker cartoon. Wouldn't it? That'd be so funny. We should write to them. If anyone from the New Yorker is listening and you want to buy that off us, you can donate straight to the pod. I am on Venmo at David O'Reilly and Nick. I am at Nick Thorburn. And you can just donate directly or you can donate to the pod on anchor.fm slash the critical pod. Do a donation there. If you work for The New Yorker and you would like that as a funny, political, but witty, intelligent, bourgeois, entertaining cartoon, comic that you would someone would clip off and put on their fridge, fridge. or a desk at work. Yeah, desk at work. And it'd be like, oh, that that's cool because that makes me not only seem like I have a sense of humor, but that I'm culturally distinguished. Now, yes. I there's so much to talk about. When we talk about space, it's a boundless topic because we're talking about infinity we're talking about the universe i had a was seeing someone and they said oh i need space i need space it's funny saying i need space and then saying i feel like i'm suffocated and i can't breathe around you yeah it's an ironic thing because okay go to space and see how you like it then yeah see if you can breathe then exactly you want space then here's your ticket see how suffocating that is exactly you need some space well let's get you some space let's shoot you in a rocket up to outer space and yeah see how you like that not very much i would bargain no but mm. anyway that's a whole other turbulent thing that I'm dealing with because I just got that email yesterday, so that's been on my mind. Well, that, what you just heard, was space. A space in um, the audio, we heard a little sp a space of silence, a space with no talking, which mm -hmm. is not something you actually hear on podcasts. I think people are a little afraid. They're afraid of space. Because they think, oh, no one's talking, all the people will press pause or skip ahead or even go to another podcast. And we here at Critical, we're not afraid to go to space and space out. Space is such a multidimensional thing and you never really know. If someone says they want space, you never really know what they mean. Are they talking about outer space? Are they talking about space like a bigger place to live? Are they talking about typing on a keyboard and they're saying, oh, I don't know where to find space? Right. Because that could be a thing. Right. Space is the biggest thing. It's also the biggest button on the keyboard. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is interesting. And that's not a coincidence. It's weird because it's the biggest button that has the smallest effect. I would love also to have a bar in space called the space bar. Like, let's say we're in space, we're doing the podcast, orbiting the Earth, or even orbiting another planet that's maybe potentially hospitable, but we still need to go down and take samples and then mm -hmm. maybe terraform 
using some kind of nuclear bomb on the poles that sort of t rapidly terraform the planet. Um, while you're up there, you need a drink. It's been a long, hard day. You need to go to the bar and it's happy hour. And mm -hmm. so you go to that bar, that space bar, and you get you get a space drink. Like what would you get? Like a Mai Tai, like something blue probably, right? With one of those cherries Would that a really red. Shirley Temple? Yeah, but the cherry, what's the cherry that's really, really Moschino. red? Moschino. You get a Moschino cherry. You get a really blue, what's the blue, what's that drink called that's really blue? Um, uh, it's like a blueberry or something, flavor. Yeah, like an that, alien. Doesn't that feel like juice. the most alien totally. uh, cocktail? Yeah. If I was making a movie about a bar in space, maybe mm -hmm. called the space bar, maybe it's a sitcom even like. Cheers. Oh, that's cool. Like Cheers. We could do that as a, we the, could pitch that as a show. That could be good, right? It's Cheers in space. That's mm -hmm. a pretty good um, log line. So that's also uh, copyright. We copyright, we're copywriting that now. So please do not steal it. Yeah. Um, but that would be a bar in space. Cheers in space. Um, a bar fly, maybe even the fly, like mm. a guy who's like kind of looks like a fly. He's like a bug, you know, because aliens often have a bug-like uh, features, like big eyes. Absolutely, yeah. Like he could be the bar fly. He's like the guy that's always. Oh, that I like that. Yeah, and he's also you he know looks like a fly. He looks like a fly, and the way he mixes drinks is you know they spit their acid on stuff to break right. it down, so he could actually like be a mixologist barfly. Oh, maybe he works there, yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the second like, season he works there. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, they say, hey, Henry, you've been here a lot. Maybe we get you behind the bar. You working. Absolutely. Now, who do we... have a big tab. When we think about hiring for Space Bar, I think... Casting? Casting. I think we got to think about hiring stars, right? Oh, I love that. Right? Yeah. So we could have all different types of people, but especially stars. Stars are... Who are stars? Stars are both. Stars are bright. They're definitely bright. They're visible. They're far away, too. You can't reach and them. You can't reach them, and they step away from the darkness. They light up a room. They light up a room, that's for sure. They have lots of people orbiting them. That's right. They're fiery. They're a fiery. A lot of them are fiery. Yeah. And then they stand out from just the darkness of everybody. That's right. Yeah. We're all in the dark. We're all in the dark orbiting stars, yeah. but they're just doing their thing yeah. in space. Yep. So anyway, I think we should be hiring stars for the show. And hopefully, uh, as the show continues, as the seasons go on, we start writing ourselves into it, gets all meta. Oh, yeah. And then we become stars, too. Oh, that's great. Then that be awesome? I would Look, all I want in this world is, one, to go to space, and two, to become a star. And I Absolutely. don't think those are unrelated, either. No. Now I have a question, a uh, fun little uh, question just popped into my head. Mm. Let's say we're on the moon. Let's right. say we don't make it as far as we want. Let's say we only make it to the moon, which I think of as not that far. I think you can get there in a couple hours with on the mo moon? modern space travel. Really? Although people aren't really doing them anymore. But my question is, if you're on the moon, yeah. this is you, David, pictures of on the moon. You're in a little shuttle, you land on the moon. Would you say, hey, Let's say you call, could there was reception or a satellite phone mm. or something. You call me. Maybe we can even do a podcast. You on the moon, me down here on Earth. Would you say, hey, Dave, uh, Nick, it's David. I'm in space. Or mm. would you say, hey, Nick, it's David. I'm on the moon. Which would you lead with? Which is more meaningful to you, being on the moon or being in space? Are you in space if you're on the moon or are you on the moon? Are you no longer in space? Because you could easily say equally that you're in space on Earth. If you lived on the moon your whole life and then you came to Earth, would you say, hey, I'm in space? Because you're not at home. Right. But here's the crazy thing is that even if you're here, like where we are recording the studio, 
we are actually in space right now. So we're always in space. We're in the potosphere. We're in the potosphere and we're in the content space. We're in the creator space. We're in the yeah. crypto space. Right. We should talk a lot about it. We really space. are trying to move some crypto yeah. around. Crypto is doing really, really uh, it's well. Called, well, actually. it's a great opportunity. It's but a good time. It's a good time to be in the crypto space. Now, the crypto space is also in space. Everything is in space. That's yeah. what's interesting. And even if you get down, you say, no, it's not. It's not in space. It's on Earth. If you zoom in <clears throat> to that distance between your foot, you say, my feet are on Earth. Yeah. And if you zoom into your foot and you zoom into the Earth really, 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 really closely. You're actually floating. You're right? floating on, in space. Right. So we're all. we're actually never sitting. No. When we're sitting in a chair, we're actually floating micro. We're still floating. Micro floating. Yeah, if you have a big enough magnifying glass. Nothing is touching, right? Nothing is actually touching. Atoms and stuff? No, molecules? atoms are miles away from each really? other. Really? Yeah. So everything is in space. And so if you're on the moon. Yeah you would be in the same place as being on Earth because you would be in space. Well, in low gravity, you jump, you know, it probably takes you five seconds to come back down mm -hmm, to Earth. Exactly. So, and I think you weigh less on the moon. Well, that would be nice. You know, the camera adds five pounds. So maybe it balanced out when Neil Armstrong was on the moon. Well, you know, they say the moon's made of cheese. So eating all that cheese up there, he probably puts on a few pounds when you get back to Earth. Right. So the moon makes you weightless, but it's made of cheese and the camera adds five pounds. We it's a really make uphill an app. battle. Yeah, it is. We should make an app for astronauts to calculate their weight. Right. But the interesting thing is, though, we want to talk about how inspiring and awesome outer space is, but we mainly want to also talk about the crypto space, which is its own space, which is just as inspiring as outer space. It's so exciting what's happening right now with crypto. It's really at the vanguard of a new era in, um, in, uh, in money, really. Yeah. It's a post-fiat world. And I've noticed, I don't know about you, but I can go down anywhere, go to Whole Foods, go to eBay, go to anywhere. And take crypto. everyone says, I don't even take cash. Your, your, your cash is worthless. Yeah. And the dollar is becoming worthless. So I think crypto is a good rocket ship to jump on. I think we're going to the moon. You used to talk about crypto space. Where does crypto go? Inevitably, invariably, and where it's gone many times is to the moon. And so I think yeah. that's just a perfect metaphor. Yeah, exactly. It's like blasting off, you get in the rocket ship, and then you get up to the moon. That's right. where you go when you jump on the when crypto When you buy on, jump on the crypto train. Well, they say crypto train, but really it's, it's more of a rocket. rocket. It's more of a rocket. It's going into space. Now, <clears throat> when you are in space, sometimes you don't know if you're going up or down. So we think of a rocket going up. The truth is that when you're in space, there is no up or down. And that's why you have to, they call it hodling. Right. When you hold on to your crypto, because... That's an acronym. Yeah. Hold on, download... Hold on when it goes down low. Right. Hold on down low. And because when you're actually flying through think space... You're going down. Yeah. Exactly. You think you're going down, but actually relative to something else, you're going up. Right. So it might look like, oh, relative to Earth... Yes, you had, you had, a, you had a big investment in an altcoin that you... We're going in on last year. Yes. And that didn't work out so well. No. And so d did you sell it or hold? Uh, I hold. I hold. And uh, I held. And uh, I'm still holding. I'm still holding. Okay, cool. So you're still flying in that rocket ship, even though sometimes it looks like it's going up. Sometimes it looks like it might be going down. Yes. But the point is that you hold on and... Anyway, we will be doing, on this subject, as a coincidence, we will be doing our own critical currency, coin. Yes. And not only is it backed by the podcast. Anchor.fm slash the critical pod. 
it is backed by that and it, it's actually a very unique offering yes. in the market because a lot of coins out there are using the blockchain. That's right. But we are actually a post-blockchain currency. That's right. Which is really exciting. The expression off the chain, like when something's really good. Really cool, it's yeah. off the chain. We, we are, are off, off the, the chain. chain. We are off the chain. So the critical coin currency is just as good as any other currency you can get out there. It's better. It's even better. It's, Do you want to talk about some of the advantages? Well, Nick? some of these what? Some of the advantages. Well, it's incredibly secure. Yeah. Very, very secure. It's It's very difficult to hack. When you go off-chain, is what we're calling it, it's hard to trace it. So it's um, it's just very, very secure, I would say. It's super secure. It's backed by a certificate of authenticity signed by Nick and myself. That's right. So crypto was a transitional stage of currency. We started out with physical gold. Yep. Then we made tokens like coins and paper. We said those papers and coins represented the gold and before gold there was corn actually right there was corn and seashells before that you just got into fist fights. fights yeah but anyway so we have gold then we have paper pointing to gold then we have crypto pointing to paper right but now we have actually a certificate pointing right. to crypto so right. <clears throat> the way our coin works is that it's actually fully post material right it has no blockchain. there's no coin no chain no coin no chain it's chain free yeah therefore it has zero impact on the environment, environment which we like we're really big about the environment here ever since the beginning is always sustainability in order for the podcast to be sustainable we need the earth to be sustainable and that follows through in our ethos with the coin so the coin will be launched you will be able to buy our coin by trading your fiat for a certificate of authenticity of the critical coin. No government or financial institution has control of. A lot of people, I think, like us, are wary of that central authority. We want to be our own authority. That's right. Critical is an authority. And if you want to get your chance to get your hands on a critical coin, you will be able to do so right away over on thecriticalpod.com. Click on our store. And in our store, you'll find our merch. And you will also find access to the critical coin which will arrive in your doorstep you will get a certificate saying that you are a holder of a critical coin this is so cool now i will say a couple of announcements on that front i actually have a new discount code for all of our critters out there who want to buy critical this is a coins. huge one isn't it? this is a big one so we're going actually bigger so last episode we dropped a massive 50 percent discount shout out to everybody who took advantage of that that was a timed discount 50 percent off the critical merch store we're actually going to up that to 75% off today. How can we actually do that? I'm actually, now I'm getting worried. <clears throat> well, you know, what seems to happen is the greater discounts that we provide, the more that people buy from the store. So I'm not against it. We do have razor thin margins and ultimately we only make it back if people buy in bulk. However, I want to make the most amount of critters happy. We both want to make the most amount of critters get their hands on our merch and now our new coin. So everybody can jump on over there to thecriticalpod.com, click on store, and you will be able to get your hands on a very unique, one-of-a-kind critical coin backed by a certificate. We will send you a certificate, high-quality certificate in the mail that will be signed by Nick and I, and you'll be able to hold on to that. That is the equivalent of one of our post-crypto coins, which again exist in a post-material world, in a post-internet world, in a post-solar flare world, where, in fact, even if there's no technology, the coins will still exist. That's what's so great about it, is that it's not contingent on the 
wasteful resources of a blockchain, um, it is in fact a post-material currency. It's almost post-currency. You're absolutely right, Nick. It is a post-currency coin. And it really has a bright future. I know I'm a little biased, but I believe that it's a great investment. I know it's a great investment. It's an incredible investment. And you're going to want to get in on the ground floor while you still can, because there are a limited number of coins, actually. There is a limited supply. We're only doing, first of all, we're only doing a maximum of 100 per person. And you will be able to apply your coupon to all of them. However, maximum supply of the entire currency is going to be a thousand. Wow. So there's only going to be a thousand ever made. And in now that exist. Those exist now and you can get each certificate assigned to each individual coin and you will be able to hold on to that. You'll be able to show that to your friends. You'll be able to store that in a safety deposit box, put that in your safe at home, keep it for safekeeping. And you'll have proof that you're one of the very few owners and custodians of this one-of-a-kind, future-proof, post-currency currency. I know it feels maybe like a bit of a double dip, but I would love to just get in on the ground floor too. I might scoop up a couple coins for myself or a couple no coins as it were. Absolutely. I'll be getting them for all my friends and family and they'll be great gifts for people too when the holidays will roll around. Oh yeah. Everyone's going to want one. You uh, can frame the certificate too. Absolutely. Proudly display it in your home. Yeah. So the thing about uh, the critical coin is that it's a no coin. There's a lot of people that miss the crypto boom and they're called no coiners. This is the first no coin. For all those people that miss the wave and that want to get in on the ground floor of something new and exciting, which is post-crypto. You can have your fun too. It's time for everybody to jump on the train, jump on the bandwagon. And what better way to start than with this no coin? It's just another example of some of the territory we are breaking through. We are expanding. We are redefining the podcast landscape. We are the first podcast to have our own coin. And not only that, we're reinventing crypto as we do it. So... I could not be more excited about the launch of Critical Coin. I really want to see it go to the moon. I want to see us go to the moon. I want to see Critical go to the moon. I want to see it be the first podcast on the moon. Absolutely. Uh, we are we are pinging Elon on a daily basis, roping him into the Critical Conversation, attempting to at least. And one, we get a trip on the rocket ship. Yeah. I don't know where they're planning to go. I think Mars, but I think the moon is just going to be easier because it's closer safer too it's basically earth too i would say it's easier to move stuff there it's less of a long haul i'm thinking about all the stuff i'm gonna have to bring just the creature comforts the usual stuff toothbrush wallet i'm gonna have at least a few sandals yeah you know we're gonna need the equipment gonna bring microphones oh my god we're gonna do so much recording and hopefully meet an alien and try to get the first interview right i think it's possible in our lifetime well it's possible within this season if all things go to plan we just have to get the right people supporting our cause and that goes from the big wigs like elon the fat cats and the trickle down the trickle up all the people out there who actually support us through donations david i wonder too about being in space it's funny there's a bit of an irony to space you know it's so vast right there's a real vastness to space and yet we're probably going to be living in a confined setting in space because you can't breathe There's no air up there. Right. Or out there. Yeah. So there is going to be this weird dichotomy where, okay, you're in space, you're in the vastness of space, and yet you're in a small enclosed setting. That's right. And you know I'm a big reader. 
The biggest. Um, so I read a book recently called The Child, the Horse, the Fox, the Tortoise, the Shrimp, and the Frog. Mm. And it's mostly picture. It's a picture book. Yeah, it's still a book. It's still a book. And uh, I try to read at least five books a week. Mm-hmm. And this was one of them. And it was a really beautiful lesson about living together in harmony, the different animals in the kingdom and then the child, all living together, learning to help each other out. And I just thought, well, this is a book I'm taking. You know, you have a desert island list. Right. We'll have to call it something else because we're not going to a desert, but in a way we kind of are. David, what would one of your desert island books or records or maybe video games, what do you feel like you're going to need when you're up there in space? Just dream casting a little bit. Here. Yeah, for me, it would have to be the Neil deGrasse Tyson cosmos. I love him. You know, Seth MacFarlane started yeah, that. Yeah, a Neil deGrasse Tyson, two of my heroes. Neil deGrasse Tyson is probably my biggest hero. For the science, you go to him, and then for the comedy, you do Seth. Yeah, so the two of them combined, I think, made probably one of the best TV shows of all time. So I would definitely be taking that. I would also. DVD? Probably be taking the DVD or Blu-ray, depending on what they have on board. Blu-ray the ship. is such a space. It sounds totally. I think take Blu-ray for sure. Yeah, I would take that, and also probably Avengers Endgame. That's like the P.S. de la Resistance. That is one of the best movies ever made. You know, people bemoan these tentpole movies, these franchise films, as taking over. Where can you go and get drama? Right. Action. Comedy, don't comedy. forget the jokes in those movies are the funniest. You get it all in one movie mm-hmm. and you wonder why it's the biggest movie in the world. Do you, you think that's a coincidence that you're getting five movies in one? David, I'm gonna be up there in space asking to borrow your Avengers Blu-ray. Yeah, I totally lend it to you too. If I can come and watch it in the screening room with you, I would definitely love to. You know, I would also be spending a good amount of time looking at the window. Think of how awesome it is to look outside the window and see awesome galaxies and spaceships. And see the Earth, see the blue marble, the pale blue dot, as they call it, and how fragile life is on Earth. And then I would also be doing a lot of time travel. I would basically be flying around space until I found a time travel machine. Or a hole. Or a black hole. Right. Or a white hole, or whatever, and then I would jump in and just see where it goes. Will you be bringing the, any episodes of Critical with you on this trip? Absolutely. I think we would have a special solid gold iPhone pre-filled with Critical episodes. I love that idea. So that we could share it to aliens. Exactly. We could show them all how it's done. You know, one of my other favorite movies is Garden State. Oh, That's yeah. He puts the, that is such an art movie. It's definitely an indie film, but I'm a pretty diverse guy, so I like the Avengers and Garden State. But Whoa. I love that scene in Garden State when he puts the headphones on her says, hey, check out this band. You're yeah. Gonna, you're going to love this. And it changes her life. Imagine we do that with a space alien. We put the... Um, put the cans on. Or maybe it's Bluetooth or like a wireless thing. But Probably you, AirPods would be better because you don't know how wide their heads are. Or even if they have ears. Maybe they're smelling the podcast. Maybe they get right. it in that way. But either way, we should just bring the AirPods. You know, as people are listening to this episode in their cars, at home, in their private movie theaters, wherever you listen to Critical... Those airwaves are ultimately probably going out into space in some way. And probably there's aliens listening to us right now. That is a mind-blowing thought experiment. If every podcast is being beamed to a satellite to get from the main hard drive in Silicon Valley, it's down to the phone. It's got to be blowing around there in space somewhere. Exactly. And there definitely are aliens listening in on all of our communications to our alien listeners we just want to say hello i hope yeah. you can understand hello in your language but 
hello to you and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. It's great to have you uh, joining us in the pod. And if you have access to our internet too, maybe head on over to anchor.fm slash the critical pod and chip in a few bucks. Or space credits or whatever you have. Maybe like two credit. We should set that up actually on the thing so that extraterrestrials can have uh, space credits. If you do have space credits on Earth and you don't have any use for them because we haven't found alien shops yet, you can also soon be able to spend them on the Critical Podcast, which would be really welcome. And if you are an alien, also feel free to write us an email. We are thecriticalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We would just love to know well, what are the podcasts like in your corner of the universe? What are you listening to? Um, what do they sound like? What do they talk about? Right. Who is your Nick and David? We'd love to know. We'd love to meet those guys, mm-hmm. too, and maybe have them on the show. We could go on their show, have that synergistic sort of cross-promotional um, Right. Imagine getting on like an alien podcast. I think we would be the perfect guest. We are the ambassadors of podcasting and planet Earth because, you know, the way we approach the show and the subjects is with an open curiosity. And I think that's what is needed to be interviewed by these extraterrestrial life forms and to interview them as well. Not only to learn about them, but to share about life on Earth. There's such a kind of dichotomy to that. Think about what it's really like being an alien. But for sure, there's definitely content creator aliens out there. Oh, there's got to be. And they're part of their alien race. And they're thinking, how can I create maximum impact viral content for whatever that means to them, right? right. It might mean something else, but it probably... It's more or less similar to what we're doing. They're probably saying, hey, look, here's our species. It's called, you know, aliens. And what do we do? But we want to have some sort of communication. Right. That's where we're channeling the hopes, fears, dreams, and aspirations of all of their race, like we do for humanity. Yep. What's that like being an alien content creator? What is the Alien Apple Podcasts? What's the alien Instagram? I'd love to scroll on that. I'd love to see what all the styles are and the cool jokes and the humor and what to do. Bless you. You know how we have a heart icon for when you like yeah, something? I, exactly what I was going to say. I bet they don't use a heart icon. They probably have like a alien head weird, weird blob. blob. You know what I would say if I saw one? Take me to your dealer. That's amazing. <laughs> I saw that on a poster. Is that with Mona Lisa smoking a joint? That's a good one too. That's that different, yeah. Yeah, but it's in the same store. Right. Uh, we should make some stoner posters for the Critical Podcast. That would be awesome. Doing a Mona Lisa alien. It's Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa, but it's, but it's an alien, and, and she's like smoking, smoking a, a joint. joint. I think smoking a joint is probably the closest I've ever been to going to space. Going to space, yeah. It's been a while, but I remember I was up this guy from school's house, and his brother had a joint that he let us have and I remember smoking that joint whoa I really felt like I was in a UFO you get the munchies yeah I got the munchies I was feeling like I was on another planet and then I think I got abducted really yeah like at a gas station or something no I just woke up in a bed I remember just feeling like oh somebody has done something to me really yeah I could still feel the pain from it yeah. And I didn't, um, I wasn't wearing any pants. Right. So I felt like something had happened where I actually did go to space that night. Did you still have the munchies? I think I probably wanted to get home as soon as possible after that happened. So I probably got home and then maybe I had a snack or two. I don't remember really. It was a long time ago, but. Um, I'm afraid to try. I've been around. There's a little peek behind the curtain, I guess, but I've been around people smoking 
dope. I have yeah. yet to myself. I'm a little worried about having the munchies. That just freaks me out a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Dry mouth too, I've heard is a thing. Dry mouth. Munchies really, just having munchies. You know, I love to munch on things, but I don't want to have this unquenchable desire to munch on stuff. Because once you start, you just can't stop. Right. Like space, it's kind of infinite. Now space, I'm just reading here some facts, some fascinating, mind-blowing facts about space. Yeah. There are more galaxies in the universe than there are atoms in your brain. I'll say that one more time. That was a... There's more... Oh, hold on. There's more galaxies in your brain than there are in the universe. No way. Yeah. What about sand on the beach? There's more planets in the solar system than there is sand on the beach really? of all of the Earth. What about trees? There are trees on every planet except Earth, technically. Huh. Trees are one of the most best places to climb. David, any parting thoughts about space, space exploration, or just space in general? Maybe you need space from me after this episode. As we've gone on this journey together, I feel like I've learned so much about not only space, but also the universe. And I have this really profound sense of everything being really meaningless, like accidental. Right. Because it's just sitting there and there's mostly space. And yet I find space personally, I find it really boring mm. because if I go into a nightclub or a gallery or a restaurant, I'm not looking to check out the emptiness, the space in there. I want to check out the stuff so i'm gonna give space a zero out of ten however i also want to say we definitely have to do a podcast from space and we're gonna keep going until we can get the podcast to space just because it would be amazing for engagement to be the first podcast in space is still like a number one dream well we dream big you know yeah you think about the difference between a million and a billion and you think about what critical is and what it can be. Can we podcast in space? We also have some exciting developments at Critical HQ we should probably tease out as well. We're in early talks with Uber TV. That's right. So through the media company Octopus, you see it on the back of um, some screens. You've been in Ubers and you see the screen and they have yeah. puzzles and trivia, movie trailers. Well, now you're going to get little bite-sized snippets of Critical. We're early in negotiations with them and maybe too early to be talking about it, but that just got me really excited. So look out for that on Uber TV. You're going to be maybe seeing Nick and David's face and maybe we're going to be giving you that good stuff right while you get your ride to the nightclub or to the taco truck or even to the coffee shop. Totally. You can, you can watch a little bit of Nick and David on your way to wherever you're going. Just get that little content hit and think about all the things that we can teach people while they're on that ride yeah. to the bar. It's conversation. Maybe yeah. they're going to a dinner party and they need five quick facts. We are going to be offering that for you. Yeah, I'm really pumped about that. So that's something to look forward to. There's so much to look forward to in the season two. We've got a lot coming up. And before I forget, I do have the 75% off coupon for all of you who have stuck it thus far on the podcast. I want to share this with all of you. The coupon code for the critical merch is blast off. That's one word, B-L-A-S-T-O-F-F, -F, one word, lowercase, 
That's going to give you 75% off everything in the Critical Store, including the Critical Coin. That is insane. It's out of control. Get it while you can. We're really happy to offer this discount to our most devoted critters. So thank you so much for staying on. And uh, can't wait to catch you next week. David, I can't wait to do this all over again next week. The wheels are already turning in mm. my head about what we're going to talk about next Same week. here. And until then, I guess we will just leave you here and we will... Give you some space. We'll give you a little bit of space. Yeah, not too much space, though. We don't want you to go too far. No. We want you to stay right there where you are. Remember to like and subscribe if you haven't already and rate that podcast five stars. Absolutely. It's all coming together and... We're all on this big spaceship moving through the universe. I'm referring to Earth, by I the way. I love that. I yeah. love that so yeah. much. We are just this tiny blue dot spaceship, and we're flying around space. And the thing is that we're all on it together, and we're just excited to have everybody on board the ship with us because we're all going where we got to go, and we can only find out where that is together. So I'm so excited about where this is all headed. I think it's a bright future. In fact, I know it's a bright future for all of us here at the Critical Pod and out there in the world, all our critters out there, like to wish you a very happy day and an exciting week. And we're really looking forward to joining you next time here on Critical. David, I, I have this vision of us in a cryogenic chamber. We're hurtling through space on a spaceship. Uh, going to a distant uh, solar system where they found a planet, uh, Alpha Centauri, a, a new planet that sustains life. And we hurtle over there. It takes us 6,000 years, but we're in a cryogenic chamber, so we're okay. We wake up, we land on the planet, this strange, seemingly hostile planet, and shh, the pod opens and we climb out. Uh -huh. We pull out our microphones and we begin season 200 or 201 or whatever it is of of critical. We go around, we try to interview what maybe some strange aliens, maybe our passengers on the, the ship. Yeah. Maybe each other. How is your sleep? How is it going? Oh my God, that's going to be so much to talk about. I love that idea, don't you? I almost want to start working on that season right now because I'm so excited about the potential of us going all the way through space. Think about all those adventures we'll be getting up to while we're in our cryogenic sleep, landing on the planet, introducing not only our listeners to that new planet, but also everyone on that planet about what Critical is. Just to be able to jump back into the into the fun conversation and happy banter that we have here on the show, and to be able to spread that around the universe, I think something of a life goal. It's really something that's high up on the bucket list. That's right, and it really speaks to where we see Critical going. This is not just a global show. This really is interplanetary. I really think of Critical as a show that has real a universal appeal, so to speak. Well, when the signals go out and when we're broadcasting, it's going to be going everywhere around the universe. There's going to be alien races waking up to Critical, trying to interpret what's going on. And really, I think Critical is going to be one of the best ways for all the alien races out there to learn so much about humanity and people through the podcast, through all of these fascinating topics, all of the great guests we have, all of the exciting things we do here on the pod. It's really going to be spreading knowledge about our world to the universe and ultimately sharing it with other places so that they too can make their podcasts and share them back with us so we can all enjoy knowledge about reality in the universe about all the alien species and all their fun little inventions and all the different podcasts they have on their planets we're going to be learning all about that just because we're here broadcasting out to them so exciting 
I love that idea so much, and I love the idea of putting together all the great works of art on Earth at that time, and and putting on maybe an episode from season one, maybe languages. An alien wants to be able to speak and know the English language, maybe that's a good way to learn, and I love the idea of an episode of Critical floating on through space and outliving us all. Absolutely. Well, one of the exciting things is that we could do one episode, we can do a hundred episodes because we'll be able to fit all of them on a little USB stick that we send off to space. It's really exciting. I think getting critical into space is one of our top priorities and one of the things, the first things we'll do once our donations reach past the $1 million mark, we're going to be getting critical into space. Very excited about that. Critical in space. How cool. No one has ever podcasted in space. That's right. I want a podcast on the moon. Not only do it, I want to do a podcast on, a, on the way to the moon while we're in space. I want to do that podcast landing on the moon and being on the moon. You know, one small pod for mankind. You know, they say in space, no one can hear you pod. But I think we're going to put the kibosh on that and really prove that in space, everybody hears you pod. And I'm very excited about being able to do the pod from space, share the amazing uh, wisdom and perspective that we get once we cross the atmosphere and see that wonderful blue marble beneath us and have all of that wonderful life-changing feeling just throughout my bones and to be able to telegraph that to our audience as we're talking with each other and about that week's episode. Just couldn't be more excited about doing it. And all of that is really only possible with your help, with the help of our audience, they can get the podcast into space and they can get you and I into space too. And join us in space. Why not? Why not reserve a seat next to us and be that guest that comes with us to outer space? You know, I really wish Boris Karloff was still alive and he was around to put that gold record together and shoot that up to space because I do think there is a place for Critical on that record that outlives us all. Absolutely. I just can't wait to be broadcasting live from outer space, whether it's on the moon, whether it's on the way to the moon, whether it's on the moon, whether it's in another galaxy or another solar system, I think Critical is going to be broadcasting from the farthest reaches of the universe in time to come. And I also want to say we're going to be taking not just Critical out to space. I want to take the other shows too. I want to take the tech sector. I want to take the feed. I want to take Critical You. I want to take every course that Critical You offers out to space. There's a new recap show. We're doing a recap show for Critical called Critical. You know, some people listen to Critical at half speed or at quarter speed. We get it. There's a lot of information flying by real fast as though you're in that Challenger shuttling into space. So we get it. We want to be here for you. So we got the recap show, Critical, where we recap every episode from the season. So we're going to have a little side sister show called Critical where we dive deep into the deep dives, which is a really cool thing that really no other podcast is doing. And that's just one more example of us just breaking down the barriers of what podcasting can be. There truly is no limit to what we can do and to what we will do and what we are doing. And I think every week we prove that more and more. And I think it's only solidifying my confidence in what we're able to do right now and moving into the future. There are so many surprises that people don't even know about that are being cooked up right here, right now. I'm so excited to be able to share those with our audience. I know they're ravenous for more content and we're more than eager to supply them with it. So thank you very much for your subscription. Very thrilled to have put another episode in the can, but looking so much forward to our next episode, which is going to be even better. So. Thanks, everybody, for joining, and catch you next time. 
We'll catch you next time. All right. Filtered as usual. I'm biased as always. This, this is critical. This, this is critical. Unfiltered as usual. Unbiased as always. Oh my God. It's critical. Unfiltered as usual. Unbiased as always. This is critical. Thank you for listening to Critical. If you'd like to stay close to the action, follow us on Instagram at The Critical Pod. And drop a like and comment on everything you see. While you're at it, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every like, comment, and review helps us fight the algorithm and big tech. So we can keep bringing you the quality content you deserve. Critical is a member of the Critical Podcast Network.